Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. Wow, we're broadcasting not from Driver's Club. It is no longer Driver's Club as of like 8 a.m. this morning. Yep, this is Haggerty Garage and Social. If you don't know, just to kind of give you a little bit, Haggerty is obviously, by, by, I think by the time this gone, goes out, they will be have gone public. McGill um, will be yeah, that's ringing, the be, ringing the bell. And part of that is Haggerty has these type of garage and social clubs. They have about five of them around the country. And they decided to come to the Pacific Northwest. And boy, is it going to be a great influence here. Well, obviously, really, all, all we're, we're sad to see is that the Drivers Club name is going away. Drivers, the, the actual facility will not go away. Haggerty will be taking it over and, and facilitate, making their own fil- facility out of it. So it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of fun stuff coming this way. Yep. And Casey is still here, of course. So that's great news. So same people, same place, and more to come, obviously, because different ownership will be different rules. But yeah, but don't email Casey right now because her email's down. Right. Till tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, till tomorrow. Yeah. Till tomorrow. yeah. So, but yeah. As, as beyond that, we're obviously brought to you by Avance, Carter Automotive Group, Griot's Garage, Haggerty. Haggerty. Hey. hey. Still Haggerty. <laughs> yeah. Double Salvo, Haggerty. Yeah. yeah. Salvo Design in York, uh, York Real Estate. So. Yeah. Good times. How you been? I been <laughs> busy. Me too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't talk about it. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's been very busy. Uh, very busy holiday, which was good. Um, but it's uh, I'm just I need a vacation, but I can't afford one right now. So you know, <laughs> Christmas is coming. I know, I know, I know. It's but it's uh, Christmas. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm one of those people, and like kind of my job, like I'm kind of always working, but I'm also kind of also also always not working. <laughs> so where it's like, yeah, my phone's available. I'll answer emails and things like that so uh and i'm getting a lot of the a lot of people know that i help dentists buy and sell practices but i'm getting a lot of people that are calling me right now going could you sell this by the end of the year and i'm like i couldn't have sold it by the end of the year if you asked me back in april but but, uh it's it's a it's a wonderful time obviously i'm a big holiday person you know so i put my got my tree it's really beautiful 1800 lights i I did i broke my own record (laughs) and there's a part of the tree that still doesn't have lights on it which is bothering me so uh but um, a little ocd about that 1900 lights it's probably well i'm doing i don't know I, 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 I have sat and looked at it. I've spun the tree several times. I'm trying to figure out if I can like make it work, but Christmas is one of my favorite times of the year. So I got my 1800, I've got my eight foot tree, which prices have gone up. That's all I want to say. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So it, we should post some photos by the way, because yeah. you put po- you, Christmas is done right by Nick. He's St. Nick. I, you know, I, you, I, you I, live I, up I embrace to the name. it. I embrace it. Yeah. I really do. It's, it's one of my really favorite fun. holidays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, there's some pictures. I, I actually, I, I use my uh, Instagram stories. I posted a story. You did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Took me ever, ever how to f- figure out how to put music on it, but I did. So we're good. Yeah. And stickers. I, uh, music and stickers. And yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Look at you getting all along with, the, getting up with the kids. God, <laughs> yeah, those young whippersnappers and their social medias and their TikToks. <laughs> so, yeah. tiki I forgot I had TikTok. I went back on there and made a couple TikToks this week. So I'm happy now. So, yeah. I follow a guy with a pet squirrel. I, I follow a bunch of people with raccoons and squirrels and things. Yeah. Most of the raccoon pe- stuff I send to you. So, because yeah. I know secretly you want a raccoon. I still want a raccoon. Trash Panda. Yeah. Trash Panda's yes. for the win. Yeah. How yeah. are you? Uh, really, really tired and really busy. Really busy. Uh, of course, we had family in town for the holiday. We went up to Stampede Pass and played up there. Uh, I'm going to lead that right into our Carter Subaru Tip of the Week because it was at the request of Jim Snell, who listens to the show. Uh, he's very active in the uh, off-road community. He wanted us to talk about specifically St- Stampede Pass and Greenwater and all the off-roaders up there, which is we have encouraged people to go. It's a great place to go. What we need to put the gabosh on, and I'm going to talk about this at the Avance event as well uh, with the crowd, is that people have got to stop going off the trails. 
Yeah, you got to stay on the marked roads. Stay on the marked areas. Yeah. And we're seeing more rangers up there. We're hearing complaints on the side. I'm getting the you know the noise and the wind of people saying we got to they're going to start shutting this down earlier. I think a, a lot of it is people that are that are snowmobilers. When you go up there on snowmobiles, you can pretty much go where you want to. There's paths, but I think there's more open land. Right. Well, you can you can go. I mean, it's a snowmobile park in the winter, so you can pretty much go where you can fit. But, but that's my point. I think people are taking their vehicles in right. places where they've taken their snowmobile. Right. Yeah. And so don't do that. Don't that's do how, that. <laughs> that's how you get stuff shut down. If you're with a group where someone is doing that, you need to step up and say, hey, we can't do that. You shouldn't be doing that. I've seen people do that. Uh <laughs> Brandon and Pal, actually, we went out to by Sky Comish. There's a bunch of people just go, trying to go around people because it gets so crowded up there. And that's where the problems start. People start tearing up the side of the ditch, staring at the hillside, that. yeah, into the trees. So, And you can get a Christmas tree permit and go up there and cut one down, which is really fun to do with the family. But if you're going to do that, make sure you're in the right place. And get a permit because they are looking for people to come out of there without permits. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, they will ask you. So Along those lines, too, as far as staying on the trail, if you go up there, that is a very – it's a known area that you can go up and go target practice, okay? And I want to say this as uh, – think of it as camping. You pack it in, you pack it out. Yep. Get your brass, get your shells, get your targets if they're not biodegradable, and take everything out of there because we've seen that a lot up there as well. Yeah, and even if you have biodegradable targets, crush them. Uh, it's okay to leave. I mean, they're biodegradable for a reason, but they break down much, much, much faster if you crush them so if you've got real quick quick uh, decay clays you want to crush them as much as you can and they will pretty much disappear in like a week if you do that if you don't they tend to sing, sit around for about a month yeah. which is just you know it, it looks trashy yeah that's all i can say so you want to keep the area pretty you don't you know leave no trace especially when it comes to shooting set up your targets it's fun to it's fun don't get me wrong but uh, just be responsible it's a lot of fun and talk to your friends about it too spread that message to your friends no matter what you're driving up there don't leave a trace pack it in pack it out go easy so we still have places to go washington is not off-road friendly <laughs> we, if, you, if you people screw up stampede pass for me i'm, just, I'm gonna be pissed uh, yeah <laughs> i'm not i'm gonna be pissed i'm gonna be pissed so yeah knock it off if, if it's you and you know Knock it off. Yes. So yeah, yeah, just give it a second thought. I know it's fun. Please. I'm not trying to be too. I'm done stupid stuff in my life too. But uh, it's Never. a good time to grow up about that Never. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've always been above board. I mean, you know, just me and Jesus driving alone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Without sin. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and that's when we hit the bank. <laughs> that's when we hit the bank. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, his hands were. Never mind. Uh -huh. There's yep. a bad I got joke you. There. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> It's wow. Christmas. Wow, Dan. Okay, even I got that in visual too. So, okay. Yeah. Well, not we paid the paved the road to hell. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to know people there. <laughs> we'll have a good time. Yep. Uh, we have a guest this week, one that I'm really excited to have on the show because she has quite the resume. We have a lot of guests with quite the resume. This we one do. really stands out because uh, you have a very diverse one, and I'm really excited to have you here. Verena May, welcome to the show. Our, you've actually been a request by some guests in the past, too. You should get her on the show. I'm like, I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, really? really? Yeah. Hi, everyone. So how'd you get into cars? No. Oh, boy. No, no, no. <laughs> that question again. No, you are a stunt driver, a streamer, a rally driver. Uh, where does the list go on from there? There's more. There will be more. There will be more. <laughs> I'm All not right. done yet. There's always awesome. more. There's always more. <laughs> right? Good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like I said, obviously being an automotive podcast, we want to know about that stuff. But kind of like, tell us, did you did you grow up as, as, a, as a car person? Did you like cars? Was that always kind of your thing? Or did you, how did you get into this? Well, I grew up in Hawaii, so there wasn't any racing there, and, but there 
There was Hot Wheels. Oh, of course. And, ah, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. His next question was going to be that. Yep. It was literally going to be that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So my brother had all these Hot Wheels sets and uh, tracks that we would put all over, you know, the living room, the chairs, everywhere. And my mom would get so mad because we would just leave it there. But we would do all kinds of stunts with it. We had tons of Hot Wheels. So You have to have multiple day runs. You can't just take it down the next time, Mom. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Everybody exactly. That. In yeah. the living room, the dining room, everywhere. Exactly. It, it took the whole house over. Um, so, yeah, that's basically how I got into cars. And by the time I was in high school, even though, you know, I didn't watch racing on TV, I was able to look at cars on the road and I knew the make and model of every car like from afar and I don't know it was kind of just like a fun game I would play it's a sickness we understand that (laughs) it's like the darkness headlight game like what's coming towards you where it's go you know I mean obviously it's easier with the chargers and stuff like that and the cop cars that's how I learned to do it was from police cars I'm like (laughs) is that a crown Vic behind me (laughs) yeah still do that oh Oh, we all have to yeah Yeah. when I'm driving by myself they're getting now it's explorers yeah yeah. which explorer is that (laughs) now I read you you went to stunt driving school, rally and stunt driving. Um, I went to stunt dri- driving school, yes. And then I went to drag racing school. And then I went to road racing school. And then rally school. Wow. Yeah. How come <laughs> I went to community college. I was going to say, how come <laughs> high school counselors never said that to me? Like, what do you want to be? I like cars. You should go to racing school, rally school, stunt school. I mean, that would have been... Yeah. Somebody missed their mark with me. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> missed their mark with me. But, but that is incredible. Like, where? Do, wh- what point did you sit there and you go, okay, I like cars, obviously. I, I want to start, start to learn to do these type of things. Well, I was introduced to motorsports well, from modeling in the automotive industry. And um, basically, I would ask all kinds of questions to the race crews and, you know, people who were racing at the time or just anybody out there. And I'm like, what are you doing over there? Um, and kind of a backstory is I originally ma- majored in mechanical engineering. I graduated. Oh, something simple. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> exactly. Okay, great. Yeah, super. Yeah. yeah okay. But I ended up graduating in, graduating in marketing, but I still had that mechanical curiosity of how things worked. So I asked a million questions. And then like two years later, I'm like, you know what? I can become a race car driver. And that's kind of how it started. I mean, everybody can. Yep. Just got to find a way to do it. That's right. <laughs> mechanical engineering. I can't even spell mechanical engineering. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I put it on my resume and nobody it was like, it's wrong. You're definitely not one of those. So <laughs> what was your first professional driving gig? My, oh, geez. Let's see. Oh, professional driving gig. I think it was just competing in Formula Drift. Just yeah. completing Formula Drift. <laughs> yeah. That's and, you know, I just I say just competing in Formula Drift because from the time I decided, well, I can become a race car driver to competing in Formula Drift, a few years went by. <laughs> and, um, well, yeah, nobody jumps into Formula Drift like, here's your car, good luck, it's your it, first time. Exactly. Meet the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so when I decided that I was going to, become a race car driver. I didn't know where to start. So I went to stunt driving school. Um, my mentor was Bobby Unzer Jr. And basically, wow. oh, yeah, <laughs> never heard of him. <laughs> he said, Verena, you know, racing is a long career. It'll take you time to make money, but you could make money by stunt driving. So here's the stunt driving school that you should go to. So in the next month, I went there. And that was the first time that I've driven a car other than everyday driving. So that was kind of the moment of truth, if you will. That's a very 
eye-opening moment. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be good, if I liked it, whatever. But I knew that I I needed to go for it to find out. And um, I loved it. It just opened up a whole new world for me. So that's basically where it started. And then, um, then I said, I'm going to go to drag racing school because... It was there in Pomona. I lived in LA. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. It was there. I want to yeah. go fast. So <laughs> then I got my NHRA license in the Super Super Gas Firebird. Um, and then I was like, well, how am I going to get a race car? So I sent out proposals to people I knew in the automotive industry, but nobody would take me seriously. You know, I, I went to you know stunt school, drag racing school, but they wanted to see, you know, okay, are you? You're going to build a car. Do you have a car? You have to. No, that's why I'm calling you. I need a car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but normally that's not how it starts, no. right? So people buy their car, which of course costs a lot of money, and then they get sponsors or they buy their parts, and mm-hmm. then they go racing, and then they get sponsors. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Um, so after trying to attained sponsors for about a year with no luck and not very many favorable responses. Then I decided to, um, (laughs) I decided to, to try to go to road racing school because it's more popular than drag racing. Right. So like it's, it's a numbers game that that's, was my logic. <laughs> so initially, did you, did you, are you, when you're trying to build a race car, were you trying to go drag racing? I was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I had my, at the time, Acura Integra GSR, take it to the, the local, I don't know, run what you brung kind of yeah, yeah. drag racing nights and had a little fun there. But um, other than that, I didn't have any kind of real drag racing experience at the time sure and to minus this day, the school minus the school <laughs> yeah but i did love the school because it was very exhilarating oh yeah yeah so i, I still did a 9.46 second quarter mile which in was, the gsr uh, no um this was in the, oh, okay. the schools okay car. i was yeah. like holy <laughs> built I was, GSR. I was like, if you did that in the gsr <laughs> you should have been able to get sponsors yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no this was in a super gas firebird okay yeah still and then pulling the chute was was a whole different thing you know like, ah there's the gravel here's the shoot am i gonna stop okay yeah i'm ready yeah that's yeah. so cool now you had a did i read that right that you you hold a record or you did right um i i actually at the time i was the first asian american female to have a pro drag racing license nice so yeah cool. you go. yeah and i wanted to build up on that and get in a car and then go racing in, you know, whether it's a sport compact, uh, any Troy series or just a regular series, but that never happened. Now you, yeah. you participated in something uh, I read about it with, uh, Pan Express has a, a thing, uh, the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Yes. With Hot Wheels, right? Um, no, that was with Panda Express. Oh, that was Panda Express. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot here. You and have a big resume. Yeah. So that was like <laughs> two different campaigns. Okay. Yeah, one was this year, one yeah, was... Yeah, right. One's couple, food, one's toys, Dan. Jeez. That's right. Yeah, God. Yeah. One's chow mein, one's... I don't know. I like their cars. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, if they're supporting people getting out there, I don't care Absolutely. who it is. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. That's been a... It was one of the themes from our previous episodes that we've had uh, a lot of people on the show, a lot of women on the show especially, who've just been like... I can go do this. I'm going to go do this. And they've been really good at it. Yeah. And that's one of the things we keep trying to tell people. If you want to go race, go race. Like you don't have to go spend a hundred grand up front and get the race car. Like just go grab what you have and take it to the track and see what happens. Like nobody wants to kill you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just right. make sure you can drive it home. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So you were doing all these schools. What were you, and you had a marketing degree. What were you doing while, while, while going through these schools as, as, a, as a job? Um, I was modeling. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Just modeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just modeling. If I had an f- email folder for as many times as people <laughs> asked me to model, it would be an empty folder. <laughs> uh, so. But then. Yeah, Carl takes photos of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Carl does a lot of touch up on some of us. So, yeah. <laughs> so and, and the next thing, as far as like, you know, going to road racing school, that was my goal. I was like, I want to go to the Bob Bondurant School of High Performance Driving because that's what Bobby Unzer told me I should go. And he had like a record and he's like, use my name, tell him I sent you there. I'm like, okay. Um, of course, it's very expensive, right? It's yeah. a thousand bucks a day. Yeah. And I was like, I could never afford that. I didn't even call them up because I wasn't even going to try to call them up because I couldn't afford to go there. <laughs> I am broke. Can you teach me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but one one day at SEMA, I, I had a plan. You know, I, I planned this out. I had this one-minute pitch. And I was um, at a SEMA booth. And I was just, you know, every every lunch time, every lunch hour, I would have, you know, 30 minute break. And you know how big SEMA is, right? It takes forever to walk across the hall to the next hall. Walk your lunch off real quickly. Exactly. So I was like, go. And I would (laughs) walk really quickly. Out of the heels into the running shoes. Let's go. (laughs) Don't talk to me. I'm on a mission. (laughs) Pretty much. That's exactly what happened. Um, Every single day I went to the Bob Bondurant booth and I was like, can I speak to your marketing manager? I didn't even know his name. Um, and I missed him. Oh, he, he just went off to lunch. Oh, he's talking to him there. You know, that kind of stuff. Just yep. miss him. Um, at the end of the week, it was Friday, and our booth was being torn down and everything. And I literally just was like, oh, looking down. I'm like, I'm never going to do this. And then this guy com- came up. He's like, hi, how, how are you? And I was like, looked up, and he had a shirt on, and embroidered on his shirt was Bob Bondurant. School of High Performance Driving. It's, That's a good start. It's yeah. a marketing director and his name. That, <laughs> I mean. This shirt is the most convenient shirt I've ever heard. It's like, <laughs> did you know I was looking for you? Exactly. <laughs> I've been stalking you all week, but you haven't been there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I was like, immediately, I was like, I perked up. I was like, hi, I'm Verena. And I just rolled off my one minute pitch on, I could be a spokesmodel for your school and it would be great if you could train me to become a race car driver. And um, he's like, you know what? I like that idea. Let me, you know, have your business card. So I give him my business card, you know. And then he left. And I was like, oh, he's never going to contact me, but I'm going to just contact him. Well, three days later, he's like, hey, Marina, you know, you know, I think it's a good idea if... Um, we train you to become a race car driver. And if you would like to, you could become our spokesperson. I was like, that is the best idea ever. (laughs) (laughs) I like your idea. (laughs) Almost like it was my idea. (laughs) It doesn't matter. As long as it's happening. Right. But did he come looking for you or did he just happen to be there? He just happened to be there. Oh, okay. Okay. So it it was like, that's even better. I put it out in the universe, right? I understand. Okay. I'm, I'm one of those people who always like, if I want to do something, I have to tell somebody, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, and then somehow it'll work its way back to me. Yep. GT3. GT3. <laughs> <There you laughs> GT3. 
<laughs> Nick, I would like a 765 LT, LT McLaren out there. Dan, I would like a Porsche 223. <laughs> it's in the world. Somebody has to buy Somebody it please help me out here. Somebody come in here with a McLaren or a Porsche shirt on. <laughs> yeah, no. okay. yeah. It's almost Christmas. It is <laughs> almost Christmas. <laughs> Santa hint, will hint, be You coming. know who you are. I've been good. I don't know if I've been that good. I have not been that good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I've been lug nut good on a Porsche. <laughs> yeah. So it's incredible. Okay. Yeah. What was the yeah. experience like there? I mean, how long were you there working officially? Um, at Bob Bondurant? Yeah. So um, they sent me there to become their spokesperson for the Barrett Jackson show. So that was my first time there. I got to learn about their business. Um, I did the five-day Corvette school, but then I actually stayed to train with them for two weeks. Okay, cool. Which was, was amazing yeah. because I could never afford that. Again, not even five days, I couldn't afford two weeks to when, train with when them. When was this, like your wise? Oh, oh, geez. I don't want to date myself, but... It was a bit ago. A bit. Well, no, I'm just a bit ago. <laughs> we, we just go down there a lot. We, yeah. we, well, not only rest, that. Rest is, in peace, Bob, but is, we knew Bob. Yeah, we yeah. knew Bob, and we and, and Katrina and Scott were always at the at the uh, Barrett-Jackson shows and with our booth, with Concorso booth, and that's how we got the Bondurants to come to Jet Centers. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. was wondering. I'm like, I'm like, when was that? Like, <laughs> I was at the Barrett-Jackson booth. Like, okay, yeah. Bob's such Small a nice world. guy. Yeah. yeah. I miss him. He was. So basically, yeah, um, I was there training for two weeks, and it just so happened that they had launched the drifting school. Yeah. yeah. And they said, hey, do you want to partake in this new class and learn? I was like, yeah. And at the time, you know, I... I can drive everything else. Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, Why not do it on purpose? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I only had, you know, my drag racing license at that time, and also... Um, the stunt driving school. So I have drifted, just not a lot. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then that's when um, I found out about Formula Drift and um, um, James Bondurant, who was Bob's grandson, yeah. just told me more about it. We talk about it a lot and we trained together and he convinced me to try to go for Formula Drift. And I said, and this was the first year of Formula Drift. <laughs> the inaugural season. Oh my season. God, 1984. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it was a while ago. She was driving Corvettes with Bob Bondurant. That's so, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. That's right. Um, but yeah, and I said, like, I'm not good enough. He's like, just do it. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. You know, I mean, he said, I've seen you drift and grandpa's seen you drift, you know, and He's like, it's the first year, just just put it out there. So I believed that I could, kind of, and I just put it out there. I just kept saying, I'm going to I'm gonna go do in this. Formula Drift, and I registered. And I didn't have a car, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> makes it easier not to break a car if you don't have a car. Yeah. Exactly. Way so, cheaper to repair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't hit the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the smoke's a little harder to create, but, you know, you can do it. So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> still coughing but yeah, here we gotcha. are yeah. <laughs> yeah but um we had talked about maybe you know putting together a program with the Bondurant school but of course it cost too much money and things like that so I it was just you know I went to the party the launch party of Formula Drift everyone's meeting each other for the first time mm -hmm. all the drivers people were like oh you're Verena I saw your name on the roster. 
Yeah. What are you going to drive? I'm like, well, you know, I just, um, uh, I don't have a car now, but I will get one. So. Figure it out. <laughs> exactly. My car is still being built at <laughs> one of the nine factory cars. I'm t- either at Hacker, Honda, Dodge, <laughs> Chevrolet. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's right. So, like, I, I had a plan. Like, you want a GT3, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I want a GT3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's a little more he wants a McLaren. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so I said, you know, I'm I'm looking to get a, a Nissan 240SX um, S13, but I haven't found the right one. So yeah, that's the answer. At the time, those were obtainable. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So then, um. Yeah, they said, oh, well, okay. Um, well, Verena, I, I um, heard that you're very professional, and I've been talk- talking to our driver, Ken Gushi. Do you know who Ken Gushi is? No. Okay. He'll, he'll never be anybody. Exactly. I have a fun story about Ken, actually. Hey, he, I, oh, yeah? Yeah. Yes. So we've told this on the show a couple of times. So I did a commercial for Forza Horizon 3. Okay. And well, your car did My car did yeah, I, exactly. I did not. Exactly. And they said... We need to do a burnout scene. And I heard through a friend of a friend, they're like, I said, yeah, you can use my, I had a brand new, brand new C7 Z06. And I rushed to put 500 miles on it because they were going to do a burnout scene. Okay. And <laughs> no joke. Yeah. N- no joke. And it still had the factory Sport Cup 2s on it. Okay. I have the video. I'll show you. It's hilarious. And Ken gets in the car mm-hmm. and proceeds to do about 20 burnouts. <laughs> like, and I don't mean like, done. I mean yeah. like. 50, 60 feet, just yeah. slow roll burnout the whole way through. They used about one hundredth of a second of that in the commercial. <laughs> Looked really cool, but yeah, awesome guy. And every, I loved it. It made me so validating. He's out of the car and he's like, "This thing's fucking nuts!" Like, I mean, he was like, from ear to, ear to ear. He's like, "This thing has so much torque." He's like, "He just sidestepped the clutch." It's like burnout. <laughs> I mean, he's driven it? everything, and he gets out of Dan's car and is just like, "That's amazing. This is so much fun." Do you want to do it again? And like cords are hitting the back of the car, and yes. Dan's like, "No, I gotta go home." Like, exactly. We gotta get home in that. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, you get this is a brand new car, right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not a press it's car. It's fun. my car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yes, Ken Gushi, awesome guy. He's done. He'll be somebody someday. Yeah, Formula yeah. D. He's yeah. a stunt driver. He worked on Fast and the Furious. Like, I yeah. Mean, yeah, big time. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so it was fun. So, like back in the day, Ken Gushi, he was only sixteen at the time, and he was like, you know, went to his <laughs> his um his sponsor, and he's like, you know what, Verena's is very professional. She told taught me how to talk to people, and you know, and things like that. That and is high praise. Yeah. <laughs> and that marketing degree is coming in <laughs> handy real soon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And so his sponsor, Rotara, who was the biggest sponsor at that time, basically said, hey, Verena, when you get a car, we want to sponsor you. And I was like, oh, I got my first sponsor. Now I really need, need a, a car. car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only I had a car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I eventually, uh, shortly after that, I, I got a car, a uh, Nissan T40SX. It was uh, 1991 um, from Craigslist. It had 200 something thousand miles on it, but perfect. It was there. Yeah. Yeah. Does it run? Cool. Yeah. It ran. <laughs> Doesn't <and> matter. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing was I, I drove for Roto Rotara. So they basically took me under their wing, you know, for their team, and they said, okay, this is what you can do with your car. And then, of course, I still didn't have money for parts and all that kind of stuff because it is expensive and I wasn't fully sponsored by them. I was part of their team, so still sponsored by them. Um, But that's when I came up with this idea that I would 
reach out to um, one of the show hosts who would do, you know, the videos at, at the events and stuff like that on G4 TV. Yeah. And I said, hey, remember me? From years of, you know, at the racetrack and stuff. You would be hard to forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. Yeah. yeah. I said, are you folks looking for original content? Because I'm going to build a drift car. So I would love to build it on your show. And that's how I built my drift car. That's how I got all the parts for it. And I went to all the parts um, manufacturers that I wanted on my car. And I said, hey, I'm building my car on this show. Would you like to sponsor me and get this media exposure? So I leveraged those partnerships, and that's how I built my first car. Yeah, I just this was is genius. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> seriously impressed. Automotive mentor here. Yeah, yeah no kidding. I'm I like, think, I think she's going to get us those cars for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is she can do anything. So I mean, so yeah, yeah. People, if you're listening, take notes. You can replay this back. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, I wouldn't say it's so much easier nowadays because like you don't have to have a major television network to say you're going to build your car on a show. You just do it on YouTube and social media and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, there's a certain validation with a major exposure. Like G4 at the time really was as as good as it got for Mm us. We didn't have, I mean, that YouTube celebrity status yet. So, I mean, getting that kind of deal was, was massive exposure because they had such a focused audience. It's like now it's 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 almost hard to find. If you have a common car and you want a repair video, like I'm going super basic here, but if like, hey, I want to do the brakes on my F-150. Okay, you're going to find a billion videos. And I'm just going to be like, which one has 500,000 views? There you go. That's it. Like that's how you choose. But then it was like, I want to watch a car show. Okay, here's the three. <laughs> Pick <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I guess I never thought about that. You know, like, because I always think about like, oh my gosh, like anybody could have their, you know, their YouTube channel. You could be a YouTube star and you can create your own content. And back then it was like you had to get Original content is hard. Yeah. And Dan's right. Like if you wanted automotive cars, you had to get, or automotive shows, you had to get up, I think it was Saturday mornings mm-hmm. and either go to TNT or whatever, that like the, the power hour and like you'd get Stacey Keach and Gears and you would get... Uh, all those guys. But there wasn't a lot of content out there. Like, And let alone Formula Drift. I remember when Formula Drift came in, it was hard to find. Like, It was hard to yeah. to find, like, to watch it. Like, Even if you knew it existed, let alone what it was. It took a while for the U.S. market to really get it. Because it was like, okay, if I'm not doing you know, laugh times, then what's the point? And you're like, no, 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 that's not how this works. And then once people finally figured it out, they're like, oh, this is really hard and really cool. Then it became popular. But it, it definitely took a while for it to hold in the outer states. Like in the major metropolitan areas, especially in California, it picked up pretty quick. Fast and the Furious launched it with Formula with Tokyo Drift. I was going to say that. But that was show, really what shoved showing, it over. Uh, and, I will, and I don't want to get too far off on this, but showing the background of where it came from as far as the cars drifting in the mountains in Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, Japan, the, yeah. the, the, uh, Japan sorry. Was, was, was the only reason that people may, went out and looked at it and figured out what it was. Thank God I mean, for initial go D. The, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You go to an event now, it's insane. Yeah, it's so I mean, fun yeah. now. Speaking of, by the way, for people who don't know, we do have real Formula D here at Evergreen. Like, not small-time, like, best-in-the-world drivers come to Evergreen in Monroe and race Formula D. And it's amazing to watch. And the amateur stuff is really fun to watch, too. Like, you you start rooting for the underdogs because you see the same guys every single weekend putting every, you know— Ounce of spare time. Oh, the and amateur money they stuff have. you go to the same reason you go to a hockey game. You want to see a fight. You want to see somebody crash. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> you know. It's fun to watch them progress, exactly. though. Yeah. Even if somebody's brand new at it, it's fun to watch them like get that 
like when somebody gets that big back drift on that any of the the long sections, yeah. and you see him get it for the first time. You watch somebody who's new getting it and getting it and getting <laughs> it. And you finally, get, you're, you're, you know, I'm cheering for him then too. Because I'm like, yes, I watched him try this for hours. And he finally got it. Like I'm happy for him. So you, I mean, you 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 convinced them to help you build your car, and you're out there. Are you the only female in the sport at this time? Um, in Formula Drift, yes. Yeah. Mm, and okay. actually, even till this day, I'm still the only American female to compete in the full series of Formula Drift, like the whole season of yeah. Formula Drift of any. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. any seasons. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, we do need to take our first break. Hope people are enjoying it. Actually, you know, I had people tell us they wanted a longer format. So thank you for that, listeners who gave us that feedback. One person told us they actually want, like, my podcast idea of us talking. <laughs> One had, person. I had people tell us that, in per- tell me that in person. I'm like, why don't you message me that? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost like we asked you to message us that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, but I have your number. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. They ask you to talk less? No, no, no. 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 Wait, well, what? Yes, many people, <laughs> many people ask me to talk In person, less. yes. No. No, in person, 100%. What? No, I put the idea out there is that, like, if Dan and I kind of did a podcast, it was just us. It wasn't car related. We just kind of, you know, a, a two bears, one cave kind of thing. Yeah, we, so, yeah. bonus episodes. Because yeah. we have our, we always have our automotive content. But we're like, do you guys want to hear the other stuff? And everybody's like, people are like, yeah, I want to hear the rest of it. I'm like, do you want to hear what's really going on in Nick's head? Mm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's take our first break. We'll be right back because you have a lot more on your plate to talk about, and I'm excited to hear it. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back talking about Formula D, which is... Drift. Oh, yeah, that yeah. stands for drift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there. Good call. <laughs> yep. a, lot of non- a lot of non-automotive listeners. Right? <laughs> yeah. So how long were you in Formula D? How long did you run the series... Well, I started in 2004, and then my last year was 2007. Um, and in 2007, by the way, I actually drifted at Evergreen. Oh, nice. So, there yeah. you go. I was there. Yeah. I was Were there you? the first. Yeah. Oh, I, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Huh. That's funny. Red Nissan 350Z. Both of you are old. Um, no, I, <laughs> no. kidding. That, that was, I'm kidding. That was a long time ago. I yeah. don't yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think guys. I remember that. <laughs> We're old. I God. A lot older. We're probably older than you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the early 80s. <laughs> Not a lot of them, but yeah. <laughs> Being a young child on drugs. Uh. <laughs> what was your favorite moment of Formula D? If there's one that jumps favorite out to moment. you, or a few favorites, I should say. It's always hard to pick your favorite child. I don't know. It was just the feeling of being in the drift car. So it's not like the, any particular moments. It was just the feeling of sliding sideways, like at Irwindale on the bank, and transitioning and coming back around in the infield it was just an amazing feeling that i just cannot explain sliding um, and having control sliding? we've all slid yeah. believe me <laughs> yeah yeah there's usually a pole at the end that messes yeah. it up <laughs> or a cliff yeah, yeah. sliding is, is just there's no words for it except it it was like a moment of freedom it was silent and if you recall you know coming off the bank at irwindale right there's that um, that cone where you transition, you come across it. So full, you f- you're flipping it almost 180 degrees, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that moment, and it only happened once that that moment just slowed down to slow mo, and it was amazing. 
and in that zone, I, in that zone, yeah. and I, I transitioned the car the other way, coming into the infield, and all of that was slow. Like I knew exactly what I was doing. I mean, I always know what I'm doing, but I felt like I had time to think to to make adjustments. Just like seen it slow. I hundred percent agree with it's you. I, being I, an have a t- I have a tendency <laughs> yeah. that when I'm watching drift, it, it, either on YouTube or something, I watch it without sound. Oh, really? Because it, it, it's, it's, to me, it's somewhat of a ballet, especially when you have both cars out there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and, and, it's, and it's skill in both cars, but the fact that they're not touching each other and they're in, in constant fluid motion, it's incredible. Um, you know, it, 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 could be, it could be put to a good orchestra, and I think, but it's, it's, there's, there's a ballet to it. Yeah. So, and, and I, I think that's really, I mean, watching it with sound on is cool, too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Hearing those, those, those turbo, turbo spool is nice, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turbos, tires. Yeah, all the yeah. good sounds. What uh, what did you do after Formula D? Well, um, you know, I just realized that I didn't She tell didn't you. have any licenses to come back on, so there's nothing <laughs> right. else to do. Yeah. She quit. Here she is. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. I just remembered that I didn't tell you what I was driving at the time. Mm, I thought you were driving this, the Nissan. I was driving the Nissan for the first year. Okay. To, that was 2004. And then um, I got sponsored by Nissan Motorsports. And oh. then they gave me a 2006 Nissan 350Z, oh. and oh. they built it up with twin turbos and everything, and that's what I continued on for the rest of the years. And that was amazing. I love that car. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you would have seen me drift um, at Evergreen. And then, yeah, so what happened there? I didn't qualify, but Ryan Turek crashed his car or blew his motor and he didn't have a car and I since I didn't qualify I let him my car so he could he could continue on with my car and continue on in the field good sports so, yeah yeah nice so I mean at what, what point did you decide it's time for something different I mean when you decided to kind of transition out yeah. of that into something and what what Made that happen, yeah. Well, okay, there was well, somebody a Somebody took her car, Dan, jeez. No, <laughs> no, I, I let it. No, I, of course, yeah, yeah. It. So what happened was, okay, this is not Formula just This is D1. Do you folks know what D1? D1 Grand Prix? Mm, no? No. Nope. Please tell me. These are, <laughs> <laughs> these are the Japanese drivers, best drifters oh, yeah, yeah. in the world. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. D1 Grand Prix. Yep. Maybe I'm thinking of something. Okay. D1 GP. You're thinking of initial D. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. D1 Grand Prix is like the top dogs. No, the I understand that. Maybe I just was, I, was, I think I was grouping everything into one. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's okay. F, F1 of drifting. Exactly. Yeah, I, I yeah. get that. I just. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, these are actually, the, when I think of drifting, actually. In my mind, there was a, yeah. a main category of drifting, and yeah. under that is everything. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So, basically, um, there was, there were always D1 qualifiers to get your D1 license. Not always, but. Um, Maybe like twice a year. <laughs> I know that for like years. It's like and almost years. every six months, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so that was my goal, right? One day I'll get my D1 license just to have it and to say you have it because it, it's, it's huge. Um, so I did a couple of D1 qualifiers in the S13, you know, didn't get it. I understand why I messed up. Um, did the next one in the 350Z and. I remember Rod Millen getting his D1 license yeah. at that 
that event. And um, so there was one shortly after, probably three months later, it came very quickly. And um, it was an invitational. So they just invited uh, maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 people to this invitational to see if they could get their D1 license. So I, I tore it up. I gave it everything. And I was like, yes, like, you know, when you give 100% and you did the best that you could possibly do. I felt that way. And then, um, so Suchia, d- the Drift King, I don't know if you're familiar. I know the name. I, okay. Yeah. So Suchia, basically, um, he's the head judge and he announces scores and everything. And he said, okay, the top scorer of today is 95.5 Verena May. And everyone's like, yay! You know, all, all the competitors and everything. We're all friends and everything. And we're all happy. And he said, unfortunately, you needed a 96 to oh. get your D1 license. And then it was that moment that my heart sank. And I knew that whatever I did, I would never get my D1 license because it was a subjective sport. Um, because Rod Millen got it at 92 points. I like Rod Millen, but that's... a yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. I don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Those posters are coming off my bathroom wall right now. But that was the defining moment, you know, and you're like, what I what am I even doing here? If hmm. if I keep you know doing well, I get that maybe I got like a 90 they didn't give me. If maybe I got a 90 yeah, 1.2. They're moving the bar. That's unfair. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, yeah. That was unfair. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm done. That's I'm fair. done. I didn't want to do it. And actually, I think the next D1 qualifier, they gave licenses at like 94. And I was like, that's, Ooh. I can't. Did they ever give any reason so, why they were changing the, the, the bar? Or was no. it, is it depending on the course or the? I think it was a, just a big. I'm mad for you. Middle finger yeah. to, oh. to oh. me probably or women. Yeah, you sound like you're horrible for the sport, <laughs> you know, especially being you know a woman. I mean? How dare What have hey, you done for this sport? You know? <laughs> God. So, yeah, that was that was the defining moment. I'm like, okay. you know what? I need a stopwatch. I don't know how fast I'll be if you put a stopwatch on me, but I'm going to try. So, I took that Nissan 350Z and I converted it to a time attack car. Oh. And yeah. And that was in 2008. Um, I had a personal goal um I just said I, I wanted to to run this on E85. And at the time, no one in the U.S. had run a 350Z on E85, but I did the conversion. And um, Did you still have Nissan helping you or backing you or helping you with that at all? No, okay. not at that time. Okay. I think, um, yeah, because they, they supported me in drifting. Okay. And right. then I believe shortly after, they moved to Tennessee. So oh. I was living in the L.A. area oh, at okay. the time. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know. Things change. Sure. Okay. Um, so I did that conversion, and it was really cool. Um, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> because what <laughs> I did learn yeah. was that, uh, first of all, at the time, it was very difficult to to find the E85 fuel. I had like 255-gallon drum, drums of fuel in my you know, F250 Super Duty diesel going to the track. And that was just, just an inconvenience. Sure. <laughs> um, and then it consumed 30% more fuel. So I had to fuel up more. So even in like a 20-minute session, which I didn't think was that long for practice or whatever, um, because the 350Z had a saddle tank and it would pick up on one end, mm. um, then if I turned one way, then 
you know, when the fuel ran out, then I wouldn't have full power. It would just kind of sputter. Oh, yeah. okay. And I'm like, I can't even get through my 20-minute session without fueling up. You were so. emptying your tank in 20 minutes? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah. But you're running a smaller tank, though, right? It was, it was just a stock tank. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy crap. So, That's yeah. thought I was getting bad gas. Yeah. Great, like, wow. Well, great for boost, but yeah. not for... <laughs> yeah. 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 30% more fuel. That's a, yeah. that's a lot more. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but remember I had twin turbo. Yeah, I was going to say. No, still, I understand what it's yeah. eating it. I'm yeah. just going, wow. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Okay, so what made you sit there and go, I want, I want to run ED85. Like, I mean, I'm obviously a lot, a lot of people are on that that train now. But yeah. like, did, did you have done your research? How did you come about that? Well, it was. Um, I think at the time it was a hot topic as far as um, learning about alternative fuels and what was cleaner and things like that. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So I tried it. Very cool. Yeah, it was it was tough because um, of ethanol. We had to drain the tank every single time we ran it. Otherwise, it would absorb water. Yep. And then we had to change the fuel lines. Um, we couldn't have... We had to do steel braided hoses because it would eat through other materials and things like that. So we had to take different precautions. So it was I just, forgot the downside of E85. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Great for cleaning the exhaust tips, but not so much for keeping right? everything Yeah. Running. Yeah. yeah. It's a little inconvenient. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so did you stick with Time Attack, though? Anyone? I, I stick, stuck with Time Attack. So that year, um, I won the Drift Championship in Time Attack, which was um, Time Attack in Drift Cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, how does that work? <laughs> exactly. So there were like well, she had a drift car. Then she went to Time Attack, and that really worked for the Drift Attack Time Attack. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Not to confuse exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, huh? <laughs> Who's on first? Yeah. So... That was that was really cool to, as an experiment. Like I needed to see it. It was people were like, "Why would you do that?" It's like I I just wanted I just want to do it. That no other reason than that. Because I can. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's new. It keeps people talking about you. It keeps you in the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta take your chances and roll the dice and see. Because I mean, people want to talk about what's new and exciting. And exactly. So time, yeah. And, and at that time, and even for a few years after, that was the first alternative fuel car to win a um, class championship in Time Attack. So for a long time. So, well, Nissan must have loved you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'd like you to come back, please. Yeah, there you I'm go. good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Good. Yeah. How long did you run uh, Time Attack then? Um, I just did it for was it one year? Yeah, just kind one like, year. And I was like, that was fun. Been there, done that, won that. Yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit because uh-huh. I, I want to know kind of about one of your licenses. What have you done with it with this stunt school? Oh, so stunt you went school. to stunt school. Mm-hmm. Have you done anything with that as far as w- with that with going to stunt, stunt school? Because yeah. like I'm a big you know movie stunt kind of I love that stuff. So I have tell us a little uh, bit about that. Well, I like to do commercials for stunts. I I get offered some stunt gigs that are like oh you can do this slide and you can crash into this wall. I'm like, no, thanks. I don't, I don't do any crashes. And, and you know, I like everything where it stays. I like my body in one piece (laughs) working, you know? So yeah. Um, I think the, the most fun stunt that I've done, I don't know. It's on my website. It's for sky witness Mm -hmm. in the UK. And it was with, um, someone's, Corvette, <laughs> personal Corvette. Oh, um, yeah. Those people are stupid. Why would you give your car away? I, I know. Right? <laughs> exactly. 
Fair enough. Um, his name was Russell, and I, I remember because he still follows me on Instagram, and every time I'll comment, he's like, yeah. <laughs> remember that time? Remember that time? Yeah. yeah. Every take, it was like, oh, that was too close to the curb. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like that poor guy that had that Evo there was at the oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that specific um, Sky Witness trailer was the most fun because I was being chased by the cops. Of course, you know the the street was shut down. Close course, yeah, yeah. close, yeah. close, close yeah. course. Yeah. Um, we were literally like one foot away from each other, and it was like go. And then we had like the radios. You know, he's like, oh, you know trying to catch this girl and I was being um, femme fatale and just there were cars, um, static cars right in the middle of the the road and I had to just, you know, just go through them. Not go through them. Not hit right, saw them around them. Saw them around them. Um, Evade. Yeah. yeah. But the thing was, I think the hardest thing was the timing because I had to, they said, oh, look at the camera on the left-hand side, which is in the cop car, right before you slalom through these oh, static cars. And you're going like 50 miles per hour, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So then I'll do it. And they're like, no, you looked back. <laughs> you looked back too soon. And I'm oh, like, did I? So okay. I didn't hit the cars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. that's weird. <laughs> Me looking forward, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. so it's like you get... You get requests like that and you try to figure out as a driver okay like um at what point at what landmark and what what will tell me you know at that point i have to look back otherwise i'm just gonna hit the car you're picking (laughs) out your distance marker through the cop car and then doing the exactly so that that was a hard thing but yeah um and good job dan (laughs) done a little bit yeah (laughs) and sometimes i just told them you know like if if you're in between takes, I was like, can I just take a moment and just drive it by myself just slowly and stop and look around? Um, and then that's what I did. And I just saw that in the corner of my eye while I was looking in the camera at speed heading towards these static cars <laughs> that when I saw this overpass, then I would look back and then I had enough time to slalom through these cars. Yeah. And then I cool. would get this roadblock and pitch the car into a drift and get away. So yeah, you can see it all on my website. It is. It was definitely the most fun. We yeah. will have a link to that, by the way. Her, her website is fantastic to look at. It's a, quite a trip too, because I mean, there's your article from Wall Street Journal. There's oh, yeah. a lot of publications in there. Just like, oh yeah, I did that too. Yeah. 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 Well, it was funny because that was live when I was off grid in the Rebel Rally. So oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I didn't even see it till I got back, and they won't read it to you. They can't tell you what it says. So, oh, yeah. of course not. Why would they do so that? So you folks probably saw it before I even saw it. <laughs> oh, good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about the, re- the Rebel Rally here pretty soon. But where did you go after uh, Time Attack, though? After Time Attack. So there was a gap as far as motorsports. And um, a little backstory: When I started in motorsports, um, 2006, I got in the automotive industry and I started working for automotive manufacturers as a performance uh, driving coach. I started doing uh, press launches with them, performance driving coach, product specialist and facilitator um, and dealer training. So all the, all the while, while did you sleep? (laughs) No kidding. So all the while, while, you know, most of the public would see, you know, racing, 
they didn't know what I was doing behind the scenes because it was, it was some was public and consumer based, but a lot of it was just dealer training, working with the manufacturers and, and, um, I, you know, continued doing that up until COVID hit. So, yeah. Yeah. We actually know a lot of, well, not yeah, a lot, Andrew, but we know Andrew's, a few racers that, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. I know do that. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I race, you know, Silverstone and Le Mans, but also Le Mans, excuse me, but I'm also working with Jaguar and working behind yeah. the scenes. Like, yeah, it's, it's a full-time job, not just, not just on the track, not limited to that. I should say for most drivers outside of maybe formula one, I think is the only time I can think of those guys aren't doing constant work. They're always doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So then COVID hit and you, you so you did the rebel rally, but you've done some other rally cross too, right? I did stage rally. Stage rally. Yeah. That's what so it was. that yeah, was yeah. the gap after time attack. There was a gap, um, you know, time attack, that was 2008, and that's when the economy just, like, That was boom. a great time. Yeah. yeah, it was a great time for sponsorship. Booming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need so, money. You say, so do we. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, especially in automotive, right? Yeah. It's a crazy time. So I always had this dream of being a rally driver, and it only... I only started thinking about it probably in 2010, and I'm like, oh, I always think about rallying. It's so crazy. It's too crazy. I can't do that. But then I s- sat down. Yeah, and for I'm a like, stunt driver, they just want to hit things. Yeah. Rally is the wrong <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. yeah. But I sat down and I was like, wait, what am I saying? I guess I've been saying it too long. You start believing it, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I can't do that. It's too crazy. And you start convincing yourself. But when you start, when you sit down and you think about it, I was like, well, I thought, Drifting was crazy at one point, and I did that. You and were I right. Thought, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was right. right. It was fun. Yeah. 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 So you just kind of raise the raise the bar of crazy, basically. What you're willing to accept of crazy, yeah, exactly. yeah. So then it was kind of like now or never, right? I'm going to try to see if I could pursue this, or I'm probably never going to do it. It was yeah. the moment of truth yet again in my life. So. Um, I, I think I called Rally America. I just you know, found their number on the website and I talked to the director. I was like, Hey, I want to get into rally. Um, can you, can you give me any tips or like, what do I need to do schools or whatever? And he's just like, Oh, Timo Neo rally school is great and everything. And I was like, okay. You know, and I started looking up and of course it's like, thousand dollars a day yep of course that's just like i didn't stop you before <laughs> that's gone up by <laughs> that, the way yeah. That's, yeah, a, exactly. lot. <laughs> a lot yeah. oh, it's, has it okay yeah yeah i imagine so i'm like okay hmm. what do you need yeah that's <laughs> money so i called team o'neill and i said hey <laughs> i want to be a rally car this driver. seems familiar <laughs> Yeah, it worked once, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a why not? Try? No, I'm not. Con- I'm not criticizing. Yeah. So I said, "Hey." Um. <laughs> they wouldn't even answer my call. Hey, click. I, I just said, um, "Yeah, I want to become a rally driver. It's kind of now or never. I would like to go to your school, and I know it's expensive, but I'd like to find a way that we could work together. I could." be your spokesperson. And so um, it took a while, you know, they're a smaller school and and everything. And you're like, okay, let us work on it. We're sponsored by Ford. We'll see what we can do. Um, Strangely enough, I was working on a program in LA and 
there was a Hoonigan Day with Ken Block. Like anybody could go there. It was in Hawthorne. It was a very small event that like only people in the industry knew. And I went That's grown there. a little bit too. What? <laughs> the Hoonigan. Exactly. Hoonigan yeah. Garage. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I went there and there were... I don't know, there might have been a hundred people there in a small parking lot of the school or something. And he had his his WRC card there. And I took a picture of it and I was like, ask, ask, I asked the team manager or asked one of the mechanics. I was like, um, where's Ken Block's team manager? And he was like, oh, he's, he's over there. I was like, okay. Where's the guy with his name on his shirt that says what he does? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I waited to talk to him. And then I was like, hi, I'm Verena. You know, I competed in Formula Drift and all this kind of stuff. And I said, I really want to rally. And I heard Team O'Neill Rally School is really good. And I'm trying to go there. Can you tell me what I need to do? Anything, any kind of advice. And he was like, oh, yeah, Team O'Neill is great. You know, um, he said, Ford sponsors them. You can, um, I, and I basically said they're trying to help me get sponsored um, so I could go there. He said, oh, yeah, just tell them Brian from Ken's team told you. And I was like, okay. And that was Brian Scotto. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I made the call to. That name drop will help a little. Yeah. 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 So I made the call to the guy who was helping to get sponsorship from Ford to help me fund my rally school and I took a picture with Ken and his car and everything and I sent it along and three days later Ford was sponsoring me nah. <laughs> a third to go yeah. through I'm, to I'm their doing wrong, life all wrong <laughs> we're not nearly as pretty no I'm, I'm, I'm feeling doing we have a shot though <laughs> or as talented or as smart but we're still here damn it <laughs> I'm not going to closet and just beat myself with a shovel good lord <laughs> So that's how I got to Team O'Neill. Of course, I had to, you know, pay my, my travel expenses and everything, but I was just so happy that I would finally get to experience what it was like to be in a rally car. Yeah. I didn't know, again, if I was going to be good or whatever, but I was going to do it. I was going to get to be in a rally car. So after um, the five-day school, um, I asked a lot of questions, and I was trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to get from LA to New Hampshire? I was like trying to figure out like, okay, maybe every, every month I would go every two months. I can train with the school. Um, even if they would agree to train me, I still didn't know, but I was like coming up with this master plan. Yeah. Right? I was figured yeah. you'd come up with a plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah coming up with this master plan. <laughs> Wonderful plan. Yeah. We should rob banks with her. <laughs> We'd get away with it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Hi, we're thinking about robbing a bank and um, talk to her. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, you know, in my head, I'm like, you know, even if, if I live in LA and I try to train in New Hampshire, then I'm going to not be giving it a hundred percent, even if I'm a hundred percent, you know, in the car while I'm there, I'm, it's always going to be like a half-ass effort. Right. So I'm like, okay, I just have to make a commitment. If, if Tim who owns a rally school says that he will train me to become a rally driver, I'm going to move to New Hampshire. So that's what I did. I said, Hey Tim, my goal is to become a rally champion. Will you train me? Will you become my mentor? And, and he said, yes. 
And he, he said, good. He Cause I live on your couch. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Funny story. Moved here. Don't have a place to live. Huh. Mentor. <laughs> yeah. How serious were you about this? Cause yeah. you are going to be really serious now. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. He didn't think I was serious. Because he was like, oh, this girl in Cali, you know, Cali Flakes, you know, we're serious up here. We're rally school, you know, (laughs) we don't play around. Next call, like, okay, Tim, I bought a one-way ticket. I found an apartment and I'm moving there. So that's what I did. And then- See you in a week. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, all right then. (laughs) Yeah. And so he was like, okay. Hmm. (laughs) And um, yeah, I ended up training with them. Um. Basically, I sat in the school, you know, day one, and I rode with instructors and everything, and I, I could do that whenever I wanted to. For me, it was day one, all the time. Sit yeah. in the classroom over and over and over 50 times until I could remember what they said in their presentation. And then I could sit in the car and actually feel what the instructor was talking about, how the car moved and feel feel that in the seat of my pants, you know, as yeah. far as like, like, oh, do you feel that? That's, that's you losing traction and your wheel spinning and then you should have done this and do that. So after a while, I was sitting in the back seat while the student was driving and the instructor in the front and he would say, Verena, what was that? Or what, what advice would you give? And so basically... That was my training. So it's just immersing myself in the rally school. It's a and big then, time immersion, yeah. Yeah, it was a big time. Because it was now or never. I was if I was gonna go for it, you have to commit a hundred percent. Otherwise you'll you'll never know what could have been, right? Agreed. And that's it in everything in life, basically. I just, again my life choice is so simple, so right? Wrong. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just uh, do it. Why are you sitting here? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just Back to that. We should we should trademark that. Good thing nobody else thought of it. Why are you sitting here? Yeah, yeah. why are you sitting here? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking just do it, but yeah, that's a better one. <laughs> I like that. Like, why are you sitting here? That's a great one, yeah. Actually, that might make it onto one of our shirts. Yeah, that's going to be on a that's shirt. That's going to be on a shirt. I'm going to put your name on it. Don't worry. Oh, yes, absolutely. We're not rip-off Burina. artists. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Why are you sitting? That's, yeah, that's definitely that's, going on. That's going on a shirt. Yeah. Okay. Just Thank to you for put that. that out there. Listeners, I will put that in the store as soon as they ever get our shirts absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we'll, we'll send some poor girl to rally school with it. <laughs> <laughs> as long as she can send herself, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're—I mean—you're now—you're now learning. I mean, you're—they're you're, asking you for advice with with students and things like that. How did you progress from there? Well, that was part of my rally training, uh, but that was actually after um, I co-drove. The first thing that I needed to do was be a co-driver. Which yeah. I was like, I don't want to be a co-driver. I want to drive. Like, but no, you have to learn to co-drive before you drive. I was like, okay. Um, so I did. Um, it didn't go really well. I. <laughs> it was at Snowdrift. Okay. Yeah, and it was for one of the Team O'Neill instructors, and it's okay. You know, ran into some problems, flat tires on snow, didn't have a board to jack the car up so this doesn't it, sound like you your know. problems it, I mean, well, it wasn't <laughs> oh but, okay you know. I, I thought you were meaning like you didn't do it as a co-driver because or uh, yeah so but it definitely affected the driver's mood uh, oh yes so yeah when you're when you're in a car with somebody then you you have to get along basically oh yeah so yeah so you know i did that that was good we we survived we 
stayed friends. That was good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> we could still Nobody work together died. at the school. Yeah. That yeah. was good. Um, do I ever want to co-drive again? No, I have no <laughs> desire to do that. I don't know how people just jump into a car with a random driver and co-drive. Well, we, yeah, we've had Rianne and Gelsomino on the show. It's Travis Pastrana's co-driver. And yes. Alex is Ken Block's, her husband is Ken Block's co-driver. And we said the same thing. We're like, okay, I don't get car sick. I would vomit immediately, for one. And two, the pressure that is on a co-driver is, I think, in a weird way, different, completely different, but almost more than the driver. Because you're like, if I tell you the wrong turn and you screw up, that's on me, and I'm not even yeah. at the wheel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my co-driver and I, Leanne, you know, she would kind of laugh sometimes, just like, ha you're just a puppet. <laughs> but we had a Thank good rela- you. we yeah. had a good relationship, Leanne and Stop I. Stop calling me Pinocchio <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> exactly. So if she thought I was breaking too early, she said, and she would tell me, she goes, if I think you're breaking too early, I'll just call the note later mm-hmm. and you'll break later. <laughs> you won't even know, puppet. <laughs> that is exactly. Yeah, great. That. that is exactly that. Travis has no skill. I mean, now I don't yeah. know who's who's. Yeah, <laughs> really doing it. Yeah. And by the way, um, I knew Rhiannon back then because um, her brother Brendo yeah. was fielding the second car on our team, so we were teammates together. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah, we talked about it's her brother when she was here. Yeah. yeah, Brendo's awesome. Small world. Very good driver. Yeah. We always uh, say it's always one degree of separation. Yeah. In we motorsports. In motorsports, sure. it's it's never even from. The rest of the world, it's six with Kevin Bacon, but right. other than that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Motorsport, Kevin it's Bacon. one. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's way out there yeah, compared to exactly. motorsports. So. <laughs> so, yeah. What happened? My first rally. My first rally, geez, it was a New England Forest rally. It was a local rally Yeah, in Maine and New Hampshire. What were you driving? I was driving a Ford Fiesta. So, basically, yeah. the, the school got a new car because they had to get one for Ford to, to um, race. And Tim said, hey, we need somebody to drive it. He said, if you build it, you could drive it. So that was part of the training as well. I worked with um, the mechanics there to learn how to build the cars. But of course, I built or helped build to build two of my drift cars, right? Yeah. So yeah, the 240SX, yeah. the 350Z. So Fiesta? Different, but same, yeah, right? right? Car. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of the, ex- uh, the all the interior crap. Get what you need. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm very good at ripping a car apart. Very good. <laughs> Most of us are. Yeah. It's putting, putting it back, it back together. together. That, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't ask me that. <laughs> Everything's back together and there's seven bolts. That's probably bad, right? That's right. All <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> extra pieces. We added lightness. Exactly. I, light- I lightened it by yeah. seven bolts. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Kind of like like you, um, I hurried to put 500 miles on it before the rally. <laughs> I drove it around. It'd be a pattern. That's right. Yeah. Um, and at my at the rally, there was a spectator stage. You know, where everybody stands around and they make it so everybody has a good view of the car. I rolled it. Oh. Yeah, and. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at your face. You're like, well, it's a brand what? new car. It's a brand new car. Yeah. yeah. And when I rolled it, I was like, I don't even know why it rolled. Like, what happened? And people asked me, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I slid and it rolled. So eventually I figured it out after watching. So I was just th- testing the roll cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, it was a left five to a left two, right? Around a little big pile of gravel and everyone was sliding around this gravel and I was like okay I'm going to slide it too what I didn't see from the 
40 cars in front of me because it was wet at first and then the sun came out and then there were ruts. So when I went down there, um, I pulled the handbrake and the ruts tripped my car and it rolled. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what are these things, ruts? We don't have ruts at the rally school. That doesn't <laughs> yeah, happen. <I> like, <laughs> Why aren't these roads maintained more? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody told me about these ruts. This and is like public streets. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. yes. okay. yeah, if you've seen those ruts after form after a rally, like they're not little. Like You're bottoming out the car, basically. They're so deep. So when you catch one of those, it's like catching... It's bigger than a curb, really. Yeah. Like, can yeah. you hit it? You're hitting a curb at like what, probably 30, 40 miles an hour sideways. Yeah, yeah. It you're not going to end well. You can exactly. roll a car. Yeah, that. I've yeah, heard. It can yeah. <laughs> a brand new one too a that you just built. Brand new one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How bad was the car? Well, I dented every panel but the roof. You just flipped the roof. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up on the side. Okay. Um, yeah. Push it over. Good for you. Like every the hood, every single panel. You are an overachiever. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so wow. Then, yeah, and okay. that was my rally. <laughs> I, that was my rally. The, the We're going to take the car back now. Yeah. <laughs> the thing was, they tried to fix it. Of course, you know, rally. You, you always try to fix the car. Sure. But. Um, the windshield was broken, and they wouldn't. They don't let you run with right. a cracked windshield, and we didn't have a spare. Um, so I drove it back to the rally school. Two hours, mirror just hanging down, and everything like that. Oh. And I was surprised it was able to drive two hours, and it just like right in front of the gate at the school, it just died, and then we had to tow it in. <laughs> that's a good place for it to die. It yeah. was people it was. there that can fix it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's what happened. Um, so. Yeah, that. that <laughs> I was that like, was the end of your rally crew, baby. So I'm gonna put that out there. <laughs> that was the start. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but in my head, once I, you roll it, there's really no other fears. Yeah, yeah. And well, <laughs> trees, trees are fear. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, but I, something tells me. <laughs> I did go back to Tim, and I was like, "Okay, now I have to practice not rolling my car. So can we get it up on like two Tim, wheels?" Tim, somebody rolled your car. <laughs> I don't know who it was. But yeah. <laughs> I was I'm in charge the of the roof. As you can see, the roof is fine, <laughs> but right. the rest of the car, somebody did that. That was the co-driver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was her fault. <laughs> so I was trying to come up with all these ideas. Hey, Tim, can we get up these ramps and get it up sideways? And I could practice turning downhill because I need that to be a natural thing. He's like, well, we tried that. It's kind of expensive, you know. Because when you don't get it right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's really chill like that. He's yeah. like, you know, we Stop tried breaking that. My- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And of course, you know, like, it was it was so awesome being at the school and having him as a mentor because there was there was a road called Mile Road and it just went downhill and he always would say like you have to full throttle down the hill why are you not full throttling down the hill you know and it's loose gravel you're kind of trying to get the car to go straight and I he said you think you're gonna crash right you think you're gonna crash and your car is gonna end up in the ditch I was like well yeah. He's like, we have 43 Fiestas. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, 42. Yeah. Uh, let's be fair. No, 42. 42 and a half. That's 42 right. and a half. Yeah, exactly. The roof's good. <laughs> yeah. So he would always encourage us, like, if you crash, we will fix it. So that was the awesome thing about training with Tim. Like, cause was there more crashes down the hill? 
No, there wasn't. All right, there yeah, you go. There then. wasn't. Yeah. So you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to crash, you know. No, nobody but ever yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, nobody ever does. So in my head, I was like, how am I ever going to get sponsored? I, this was like my big rally debut. I'm coming out, first national rally, roll my car now, but I'm never going to get sponsors. Well, yeah, Travis and, and Ken have never rolled their cars. Never. Especially Travis. Never. <laughs> Especially yeah. Travis. Doesn't he have like a world record for the amount of rolls or something in a yes. Subaru? Yes. yes. Yeah. It was like 14 or yeah. something. Oh, my God. That's Brandon. I yeah. can't even. Yeah. I don't know how they continue doing it and continue thinking straight. He has no fear. None. Yeah. None. No, he was Absolutely sponsored none. by No Fear for a long time. And that. then literally, like when he did that crash, the end of it, he literally goes, woo! Oh my God. <laughs> After you confirm, you're right. You ever watched that crash woo! with his arm like out the window? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry. I guess they just get used to it. They're I, like, oh, moving on. There's they so much trust he in the safety. He jumped out equipment. of an airplane without a shoot on. I That's mean, there's, true. there's not a lot of fear there. Yeah. So yeah, well, it, it's it's that complete trust in your safety gear, and you've crashed enough to know what to do in a crash. So you're like, it'll hold. Yeah, I'm all right. And so they just let it go. Sure. I, I, not me. I don't have that nope. brain. I'm not broken in that way. But I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm broken. Let's do it. I still get a little pucker when I slip on the ice, and I still have control of the truck. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're fine. Anyway, yeah. So you kept on rallying, though. I kept on rallying. Um, I continued training. You know, I, I trained at the school, still hoping to get sponsors. And then, um, then a, f- a friend of mine in the industry just says, hey, like, what do you want to do? What are you doing? And I said, I want to rally in Rally America for a year or two full-time, and he's like, okay, I'm putting together a program. We'll see what happens. And five months later, I had a two-year contract to rally full-time with True Car. So, yeah. Which car were you, were, were you driving? It was, <laughs> funnily enough, I bought that Fiesta. <laughs> the rolled one? Yes. <laughs> I'd like to buy that. It seems that it's been, t- I looked at the Carfax, and it's been rolled. I don't know who did it, but uh, I'll give you a good price. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that became my rally car. Her Very name was cool. Trixie. And then I... I she I, rolls over. That, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I just think of the uh, from Speed Racer. That's all I was thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, Speed Racer. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I um, raced in the production B-Spec class my first year and I won the championship in that um, actually right here at the Olympia Olympia. so that was awesome and then the second year I went to just the group two class it was basically two wheel drive unlimited and then I think a lot of people don't realize that like I was just watching uh, some Ken Block stuff and they were just down like on the Olympus Olympus that and then they were down on the Oregon rally where they're in Washington Mm -hmm. but how many of those rally stages are actually so close to us that people don't realize oh yeah it's amazing it's just like Formula Draft yeah yeah, Yeah. and D1 do you know about D1 I've heard about (laughs) it Oregon Trail is amazing it's scary it's so scary but it's amazing I kept getting dysentery oh the the rally (laughs) not the game sorry sorry you gotta Different. be a doctor and pack a bunch of ammo. Do you? Oh, yeah. is it what it is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My of oxen kept dying. Fair. Okay, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back because there's there's more. There's a lot more actually, and I really want to talk about the streaming stuff, especially and the Rebe- Rebel Rally, Rebel Rebel. I gotta keep saying that right. Anyway, we'll okay. Right. <laughs> you say it. That way I can't screw it up. We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect 
is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Drink your water. Be calm. <laughs> Answer these questions slowly. <laughs> I want to know more about, is it Rebel Rally? Rebel. Rebel Rally. Oh, Rebel Rally. Tell, me, tell us, first of all, tell us what that is, and then tell us about it, please. All right. So the Rebel... And tell me what you learned about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> all of that. Yeah. Ready, go. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Rebel Rally is the largest of, well, I guess, wait, hold on. Let me start, start that again. Okay. The Rebel Rally is the longest navigational rally in North America that just happens to be for women. So we went, oh, we started at the Hoover Dam and we drove for 1,500 miles through the desert of Nevada and California um, with no GPS, <laughs> no Wi-Fi, no, no anything, um, just a topographical map and a compass. Um, that makes a lot of sense. If you don't have a man in the car, you don't need a map. You actually know where you're going. That's true. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> wonderful. I understand why this is a female Who's rally. you lost? Yeah, Dan and I would be driving <laughs> in circles. Should you have taken a left there? I don't know that. Were <laughs> so, you asked for help? No. <laughs> Are there stages or is it like you leave and you leave one part and then you're 1,500 miles later, whoever gets there and isn't dead? No, but <laughs> okay. that, that, would be, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's stages okay. each day. So basically... There's base camps, of course, that you, you stay at each night. There's one self-camp night where they give you a location where you self-camp. You do whatever we want. We chose to sleep in our car <laughs> instead. Okay. Um, but we'll get to that. It's really about, well, learning navigation and enjoying the beautiful views. Emily Miller, who puts on the rally, is uh, she really wants us to see so many places that people never get to see in their lives. So as they plot the course and plot the routes, sometimes we ended up on roads that haven't been driven in 40 years. So, so it, was, cool. it was, it was really amazing. And, um, yeah, it was a whole new experience for me. This year was my first year and my navigator was Tana White. So she had been navigating in the Rebel Rally for three years prior so she had experience. So that's always good to know. Yeah. You're teamed up with somebody <laughs> yeah. experienced. You've done this before. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of new teams, actually. I think half half the women there were rookies, including myself. Um, but we had to pack all of our own camping gear and put our tents up each night. Um, there was, you know, a, a chef, a cook <laughs> at the base camp. So we ate very well. There was a whole staff Um also, when we're out off-roading, we always have a, a tracker because we have checkpoints, kind of like Horizon, right? You're like, oh, I want to go to there. And then you click your tracker and um, you know where you are. Not like Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you mean Forza Horizon? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. Sorry. Okay. I come from that world. I play Forza Horizon every week with people no, around I'm the world. I'm with you. I, I, you know, I, it's funny because I have yet to download the new one yet. I what? Just have been, I've been so busy. Oh, my God. Who are you? And it's joking. As funny as it is, <laughs> I, and this is a short story, I was totally going to download it this week. And my parents bought me a new TV and it shows up next week. And I decided to sell my TV and it sold in an hour. So I have no TV right now. 
sold in an hour? Yeah, that's I don't right price, but yeah. So I was I was literally it was on my list of things. I was like, I need to get that. I need to get that downloaded this week. I really because I love the Horizon, especially the new one. But I was just so I have no TV right now, <laughs> so I can't play. But yeah, so I have a new Xbox One X and no internet. Oh, brand new. Oh. I got the new Halo edition. Oh, nice. Yeah. You can bring that over my house. I know. Just go ahead and bring it. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Off topic. Yeah. Anyway. That's okay. Um, Yeah. So this year was was my first year. I was asked by Kia of America to be their driver. So we were factory drivers for Kia. And when they asked us, we didn't know what car it was. Um, They fielded a car last year with Alyssa and Sabrina, who placed second in the X-Cross class in the Telluride. So they said well, we're going to field another car, so you folks will be the rookie team. And I was like, yeah, no pressure. This is going to be fun, right? When mm-hmm. you when you don't have the pressure to just like... And you get to beat on somebody else's car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So they, they didn't tell us until later what we were going to drive. We ended up driving a 2022 Kia Sorento plug-in hybrid, and we were in the... <laughs> your face. You're like, wait... What? No, what? It's, what? The, it's the fact it's the remoteness of these. I'm like, where are you plugging that in at? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we had we had different stations uh, for the electrified cars, where the fully electric or hybrid, where we could plug in if we needed to. Sure. Um, so all along our route, so that was really nice. Wow. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Mercedes Lothienthal from Crankshaft Culture, who was on the show, she yeah. also did that rally this year. Oh, she did. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Um, she was in the Volkswagen. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Small world, like we yeah, said earlier. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, our invites must have gotten lost in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have the right qualifications. <laughs> don't you tell me what I am. Uh, <laughs> do you have a pit crew with this? Like, or is it, are you strictly on your own as far as repairs and things like that? Well, there is a service crew if you need to use it. It's it's a penalty. Okay. Oh, so, okay. like, basically, we have to pay for it um, if it's, I guess over a certain amount of hours or I think over two hours or something like that. See, I don't even know. I was just thinking like, okay, I don't ever want to take our car to service because that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. For eight days. So it's an eight day rally. Um, and it was amazing. I don't, what do you want to know about it? Because I did it and I have all these thoughts going through my head and all, all these scenic views going through my head as I talk about it. But well, for, for that's you. just it. Like this is the first First year, I've really seen a lot of public... I've seen... I'm take that back. I've seen more coverage this year than I ever have before from many different automotive publications, which is fantastic. Finally getting some real coverage. And it had, it's been picking up steam year over year over year, which is great. But like, how do you even get an invite to this? How difficult is the trail you're on? Is it is it more overlanding at speed? <laughs> or is it rally? Or is it off-roading? Those are all good questions. So... <laughs> um, I don't even know if I can answer the last one. Is it overlanding? Is it off-roading? Is it rallying at speed? Um, there are speed limits that we have to adhere to okay. um, just for our safety because... Yeah, you're not in a full-blown race yeah, car. Yeah, we don't have roll cages. We don't have race suits. We have a helmet and yeah. we have stock seat belts. So, yeah, they, they give us... Your pants were amazing. <laughs> I was looking at the photos on the web. I just want to say that. Like, I don't I know what. Like, I'm sorry. I'm random. You know, it really was. Random. Like I was literally looking. Like as as Dan and I do tend, we tend to look at things as we're talking. And I'm like, good God, Dan, woman knows how to dress even at a rally. So, <laughs> the so, galaxy 
sexy pants. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we should clarify. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just like <laughs> this power move stance she's got, and it's like I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Go Shira. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So I can't even answer that question because I've never done off roading. So oh, as, we can fix that real quick. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not like a rally that. stage. Yeah. It, it is. It is an automotive rally. Like it. A checkpoint a, rally. A checkpoint rally. Like I'm trying to explain that. Almost like, like a poker run, but not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not like a kin block off road rally kind of thing. It's yeah, you, it's yeah. not for time. Exactly. That's yeah. okay, that's the way we, yeah. It's like Seamont kind of thing, but we don't do for time and we allow men to come. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'd be fine if we didn't. <laughs> so. But it's very strategic. And this is, yeah, this is the thing that I I've still I mean, it's so complex that I still don't know a lot of stuff that um, Tana did <laughs> on the other side of the car. That's a, that's a great thing to point yeah. out, though. This is not get in the car, go for a drive, and kind of hope you figure it out. Yeah. There is, this is difficult. And exactly. anybody who's done, like, the Alcan, which is not quite like that, but even the most basic form of checkpoint is difficult, when you, especially when you don't have navigation aids. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there's a cactus that looks kind of like where I Can should go. Can you use in-car navigation? Like if the no. car came no. up, so you have to no. turn that off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. ours was factory disabled. disabled. Yeah. 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 Okay. And if you, don't ha- if you don't have it factory disabled, then they just put like a cardboard over it and tape it. And we have to put our phones in, in we, we just put it in like bubble wrap and sure. then they tape it and they ask to look at it every day as we come in to make sure... We don't use. How, how does one be get invited to this rally to do the rally? Anybody can do it. Anybody can. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Anybody so it's can open do everybody. it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's uh for next year. Right after the rally ended, I think, um, not even a month later, it filled up again. Yeah. So yeah, all the it, all the spots. Are you going back next up. year? Well, if I'm invited. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. All right. You know, it does cost a lot. It's I think it's like over twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. To do. Yeah. But um, that's second place finish, though. You'd think you'd have a little bit of a yeah. You should come back. You know, I I, I want to. I would like to think that way, but you know, I don't want to get my hopes up. You know, because you just never know with with all my years of motorsports budgets and what things happen right. and yeah. whatever. We I had would a like guest on the show. That. You should put it out there in the world. It, yeah. it, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never know what tech you never know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to participate in the Rebel Rally. I yeah. don't know what car, but you will see me there out in the desert. I'm hearing there what, Lamborghini go. Urus probably next year. I, mean, I think that's the way. Yeah, I would love to see more of that, honestly. Absolutely. Really, like seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. As much as I want to joke about something like that, I would love to see the manufacturers of the exotics. Like, okay, you got an off-road mode. Let's see it. Like, they did it with a Kia, hmm. put it in Urus out there, with, or Urus or Urus, whatever you want to call it, with some all terrains on it, and see what happens. I like, agree. That's a great platform. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I mean, <laughs> why not? Have some fun with it, guys. I Come on, Lamborghini. button in Dan there. Let's go. It struck my, I was thinking of Rally, actually, like Group B, when the 959 was desi- designed for Group B. The 288 GTO was designed for Group B. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see that again. I want to see these manufacturers of the exotics Stop making status cars. Start making driving cars and like beat on them. So show us what you can do, Ferrari. Danielle and Nikki need to get a Urus <laughs> to do this rally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh, we would still lose. I want to oh, make that real 100%. clear. But we would have fun. <laughs> we would be live entertainment. I'd get mad and rip my wig off. Everybody knows that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so hot, <it's> ma'am. <laughs> So, I mean, this is incredible. I didn't even know that existed. Like, yeah. I, had, I, I think I've heard of it in places, but... Um, like I said, this yeah. is the first year I've really seen, like, really big coverage of it. Yeah. And 
I knew about it from quite a few years, just from little uh, bits and pieces in Jalopnik and uh, publications like that. But now I saw it like on TV. I actually mm. saw coverage of it. Which is oh, really? Good. Yeah. Oh, huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we're watching. <laughs> I don't know what they, what was I watching that they covered it on? Uh, some car TV show, but they had talked about it that was happening. I was like, hmm? Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it was amazing because, well, we didn't get to test the car before we showed up. And this was a stock Kia? It wasn't stock. Okay, so, no. it was a slightly modified. So, we had a skid plate. We had, huh. you know, a reinforced front bumper. Um, we had a one-inch lift. Um, the Stock clearance is 6.9 inches. Um, and then we had the all-terrain tires, the Hankook Dynapros AT2s. Um, what else did we have our, on our car? I think that's about it. Roof racks or anything like that? Oh, with, yeah, roof with, racks. Uh, yes. Yeah, traction roof mats racks. and all that? Yeah. No traction you, boards. You know, don't, I don't think you had any traction. Oh, that max kind of tracks. Max oh, you did yeah. max tracks. We had yeah. max tracks, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I looked at the photos, Dan. Oh, huh. Yeah. We used those. We used those, yeah. It was amazing. But... At times, I did feel like I was in a stage rally, even though I was by myself, by ourselves. And I was, it was because it's like, even if like the speed limit was like 50 miles per hour on these narrow roads and stuff, but that's fast Yeah, in these narrow roads in a, in a, in an SUV and to be able to drive it. And when I say I felt like I was in a rally, it wasn't the speed it was more of the handling, how yeah. I could get the car to move with me, you mm-hmm. know. That's and a big car. It's a big car. Yeah. Yeah. And it, with and batteries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it, we were amazed over and over as we came up to obstacles and challenges at what it could do. I was like, oh, my God, how are we going to do this? And Tana would just get out immediately. She's like, okay, let's go. Because she has off-road experience. Her. Yeah, she's like, I'm a spy. Here's yeah, what we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. She's like, okay, turn the way. You know, she was doing the hand signals. And she's like, you're not going to like this. But once you go down, then gun it and then come back up. And she's done like, it, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And, um, and there was one wash that, you know, you come up out of it and then you get onto the highway. Well, pretty much everybody got stuck together in that wash except the Bronco and us got through it, which is how we got ahead early on on day one. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was good. And I, you know, like I said, I didn't have any off-road experience in that sense, aside from stage rally, which is different aside yeah. from that dirt fish event that I went to. <laughs> so this was new to me. Like as we of were driving. off-road event. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not dirt fish. Yeah. 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 So then um, as we came up to all these kinds of stuff, I was like, okay, where do I put my wheels? And she's like, okay, just straddle this part and stuff like that. But we did do a two-day training, the Rebel U in California with a Rebel founder, Emily Miller. So at least I had that, you know, we spent two days, we, we did the dunes and she taught us about like, you know, what's, what's different about driving in the dunes as it is like on the rocks and everything. So at least we got to train in the gasoline version, but we had never driven the PHEV ever. So that was a whole different experience as well. Wow. It was pretty amazing because you know, just learning about all these electronics you have to turn off. We couldn't turn off 
the traction control and stability control 100%, just like, you know, oh, yeah. you, go, you go rent a car, you yeah. know, you can't do it. Even if you're your stock car, I mean, the car you have at home, they won't let you, even if it shows that it's off. Yeah. Um, Still like 10% on even when it's off. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. and we talked to the engineers about that. We asked them a bunch of questions. Um, we had a lot of um, Zoom calls and stuff, walk around, and basically then we went rallying. Um. You know, I thought as a driver that not having or having some of the traction and stability control on would hinder me because we, we always want to be in control on every other race car that I've driven. We've just taken all that kind of stuff out. But I remember on one enduro that we were on, um, I was kind of going through some tight and twisties coming around. And I, I swear the rear end was going to come around twice, two different times. And I saved it. And honestly, I, <laughs> at the time I, was, I said, I don't know how I saved it, but I saved it. And I know it was that stability control helping me. I just kept the wheel pointed where I wanted to go and it helped me bring it around because I was like, no, don't spin, don't, don't spin, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah. We have been on many a drives and I, I typically on the street, I leave everything on. I've learned to leave everything on, even on my highest performing cars. Like, no, I'm going to let the car do the work. And my C7 Z06, it was on all the time (laughs) in the, in the Porsche though. It was just like, I'm not this good at all. (laughs) Car is, car is. Point and shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, yeah, it was, it was, I don't even there's there's no words for it. The enduros I talked about. So basically, um, you have a start, um, and we have a road book, and it tells we we have a stopwatch on our console, and she starts it, and she tells me at which point um, I should what second I need to be on when I get there. So like. We have the stopwatch. I'm I'm driving. I'm looking. She said it's 40 miles per hour. When you reach that turn, you should be at one minute and 20 seconds. Yeah. So we have to be on there. And of course, it's hard to manage because you're not always going the right speed or you slow down and then you have to speed up and you're like, oh, am I catching, um, am I catching up enough? Am I going to be too fast? And then you see this time control and you're like, oh no, that's where they're going to get you because they know exactly what minute or second you have to be on when you cross your time control. And that determines how many points you get in the enduro. Yeah. So if it, you're like three seconds off, one to three seconds, I think, um, you get full, or zero to three, you get full points, and then it kind of decreases from there. If you're like 10 seconds off. Yeah. Oh, I just gun it through everything, and then yeah. I get close to the booth, <laughs> and then get just be there when I need to be there. <laughs> I'm sure that's cheating, but yeah. No, so. but but you can. Yeah. You can. Just gun it through and be like, okay, how much time do we have to fix but, okay. but then you can't stop, and that was the thing. We went too fast, <laughs> no and then we're going, and she's like, don't stop, don't stop. You're going to be disqualified, and you're like, oh, I'm like going. <laughs> and it's just so hard This to is gauge. a woman's rally. There's way yeah. too many rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, a lot of times you don't see the, the time control sure. because it's over a crest. I went, we went to Titus Canyon and we I was like, I don't know. I bet it's going to be over here. And it was a blizzard. The car was like, oh, it's too cold. It's going to snow. And we we're laughing. And all of a sudden there was snow. We we're like, ah, oh, the car knew before we knew. And it was just, you know. <laughs> Kia knows. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We did have a blast, though. Um, most of the time, we didn't think we did as well as we did 
we were pretty, we, we had high expectations of ourselves and we always gave a hundred percent and we always felt like, Oh, that wasn't that great. And then the scores came out and we're like, Oh, we, oh, we, got the, we got the second highest of 52 cars. That's not bad. <laughs> like, Sorry, yeah. you needed a 96. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is only a 95.5. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you just never know, which is why we, we just keep pushing ourselves. It doesn't matter or we can't control what everybody else does. Sure. We just want to give 100% because we can control what we do. And that's... That's basically life. Excellent. Is that a big lesson learned there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I want to talk about, we talked. We brought up a little bit, you are, mm-hmm. are streaming, right? Now you're doing a lot of Forza Horizon and things like that? Yeah. Correct? Okay. I've been, How'd I've, you get into that? Oh, okay. So, um, wow, that was actually in 2017, I got introduced to the gaming world, even mm-hmm. though I loved gaming when yeah. I was younger, you know, I had the Nintendo 64 and the Sega Genesis and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Mom's like, stop playing those video games. Some that'll give your chain away. Look at me ma- now, mom. Look at me, mom. <laughs> yeah. I told you. I told you. <laughs> that was, was a far side cartoon <laughs> once. Yeah. 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 Um, so it turns out that um, my rally competitor um, has a production company. And he was looking for some talent and he reached out to me. So actually, that's how the connection started. And that's how I got introduced to Turn 10 Studios and Forza, um, Forza Horizon. I hosted um, one of the esports championships back in 2017. And then um, from there, they launched Forza Motorsport in 2000. Was it later that year? Yeah, 2017. Was it that long ago? Forza 7? Oh, Forza 7. seven. Yeah, yes. Yes. seven. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Seven. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Forza oh. Seven. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was cool. I got to stand on stage at the Xbox um, live brie- briefing at E3 to debut that game. Is Jason, there then. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. we've had Alan Hartman on the show actually. Oh, yeah. Alan. So, yeah. yeah. It's a nice R8. Yeah. And yeah, and the GT. And GT. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the GT here. Yeah. Everything Alan has in drive. Wonder how he nice. got that on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was here, and we were laughing because he was like, "There's some thing. There's some updates coming." This was the Forza Horizon, the one that had Lego, and I'm a huge Lego guy. And we were talking about it, and he told me nothing. And like, it came out, and I messaged him. I was like, "Really?" He's like, "I couldn't tell you." <laughs> <laughs> like of all people, like yeah. Aww. So, yeah, yeah, old school. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I wish I could game more. I mean, the, the, the technology, especially Forza and things like that, and the fact that if you put that in a real simulator, you can really learn a course. I mean, and I mean, I think they're, with the new stuff, like the, the latest Horizon being in Mexico and the, 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 the graphics I've seen in that, like I said, I wanted to download that. But Well, we have a Forza simulator here at the Haggerty Garage and Social Club. We do. We do. We do? We yeah. do. There's a Where massive room back there. There's a golf simulator and a full... Golf simulator. Wow. Yeah, top golf simulator. And yeah. it's, I think it's, I don't know how big that screen is. 10 by 10. It's big enough. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. Very cool. 4K projector. Wow. Yeah. In fact, when we had him here, we have photos of him. He was trying to teach me something on Horizon. I'm yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to learn from you. Like, yes, he's fast. Yeah, he's real fast. I'm like, I'm not, yeah. pl- it's like, yeah. Yeah. I can put his <laughs> money like where his mouth had, is. Uh, what, what's her name from Kiki. Halo? Kiki. And she's like, oh, I'd like oh, yeah. to play Halo with you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I'm also not going to go cycling with Greg LeMond. So no. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're awesome. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> So how long have you been streaming since 2016, 15? Um, no, actually, I've had this show. So I have a weekly show on the official Forza Twitch channel. 
um, every Friday. Oh, and okay. I've had that for about uh, over three and a half years now. So yeah, so 2018. Dang. Is that yeah, what John's show is? Yeah, Shomer? exactly. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Yeah, I've been but on his different. show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. different. Yeah. 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 Very different. Same, but different. Yeah. Yeah. Very different, actually. I'm, I mean, I'm, I would love to be a bigger part of the gaming world, but I also know that I would get nothing else done than if I got into that. Yeah. I'm the person that has to hide his, rem- his remote controls from himself. Like, I shouldn't play right now. <laughs> it is so addicting. Like, hours go by. I, ha- I also have to be disciplined about my gaming time. Wow. Yeah, but you're 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 getting to do a program, so you you're gaming, and you know that at the end of it, you can kind of turn it off. So I have a problem that's turning true. it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's common. Excellent. So the Rebel Rally was your first real experience off road. Yes. And then, but we met because you showed up to an Avance off road event. Exactly. So that was literally the first time I did some off off roading, or my first experience off roading in our. 97 Suburban, which was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I learned recovery stuff, so that was good. Little did I know a few months later I would be doing the Rebel Rally, so that all helped. And actually... This is the rally was not even planned at that point for you? What was that? So you didn't even you didn't even know you were doing the Rebel Rally at that know. point? No. Wow, that happened fast. Yeah. I only <laughs> we, knew about... Avance taught her everything she knows. Thank totally. you, Brandon <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> Avance is awesome. Very, very awesome. I love that there's so many events and so many cool people that you can connect with with this common passion of cars and just oh we yeah, agree we agree 100%. amazing yeah yeah i mean the coolest people through there what are you driving now for your own car i never asked you that well well no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> didn't you read my wall street journal it's, article it's this, no, I, I, I did see that <laughs> is that, is that, it? that kia that kidding. she just drove through the desert uh no, no, no i did read the article. No, i can tell no. you i can tell you the car that's in the article yeah. is there anything else though it's, no it's the red fiesta st it's uh yeah molten orange yeah molten orange, orange sorry yeah um the fiesta st that's my car um as far as my just don't roll this one <laughs> <laughs> i won't oh my god this car is so much faster than my rally car actually it's really weird, isn't it yeah, yeah it's weird it's awesome it has like 250 horsepower to the wheels. Dang. A little little hot hatch, super hot hatch. I didn't know it was that much. Yeah. And actually, you can... And the RSs have more than that. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well, the Focus. Well, mine, oh, so you're right. Fiesta, Fiesta, right. Yeah. Mine's front wheel drive. So Still. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you really have to like keep up with it. Yeah. It really will I think you're want qualified. you to go. <laughs> I'm not worried. Yeah. But you can't like casually drive it anywhere. Like going through the store, you're like, can't like, mm. it's like all the time. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible to. problem to have. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's awesome. You can drive my Subaru. I'll drive it. I'm yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. I love my car. And I'll so learn to when to look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I do love it so much. I And I will never get rid of it. Really? Ever. Yeah sentimental value sort of it's just i just love it it's i've driven a lot of cars yeah and it's it's a car that i always get into every single time i drive it i say i love this car i literally say it all out i love this car that's how you know you got the right car yeah yeah Yeah. and to think you know it's it's not an expensive car it has lots of mods done to it by mountain and stuff to make it what it is yeah um but yeah you can also change the boost on the fly with the cruise control bu- buttons, 20, 30, 40%. Yeah, 
secret, secret stuff. I there. could see accidentally doing that, thinking you're setting the cruise control. Next thing you know, you're <laughs> flying. The, I didn't know I had cruise control on it. <laughs> cruise control on at forty. I, I clocked you at ninety. Oh, I up the boost. Sorry. <laughs> this That's Sophia, cool. it couldn't do that fast. Yeah. yeah. But in our, but in our family, we have we have a bunch of cars. We actually. Um, we have a 1997 Suburban, which is great because, you know, you can put the kayaks and the paddle boards and all kinds of stuff and do all kinds of fun outdoorsy P&W stuff yep. <laughs> and live the lake life. It's, we literally live 500 yards from a lake and we drive it there because it's so much easier than carrying things up yeah, and down Nobody wants hill. to carry yeah. a kayak yeah. that far. No, it's tiring yeah. when you get out of the lake with a kayak. You're like, I just, just put it on the car and let's go home. Exactly. Yeah. Then E46 M3. Well, that's a great car. Silver, yes. Love and the E46. Imola red interior, which I love. So those are the E46 M3 and the Fiesta are the cars I love. The other ones are more practical. You know, it's like 2010 uh, Jetta TDI wagon. That's What's wrong with that? Yeah, commuter car. It yeah. drives great. Those Room, great. mileage. Yeah, those are awesome yeah. cars. Yeah. yeah. So we drive that a lot. And then we just picked up, um, actually, from another Avance member, I think it... Got to get the year right. Nineteen seven. We have a nineteen sixty nine Amazon um, Volvo Amazon. <laughs> That's cool. And then we have a nineteen seventy four um, Triumph Spitfire. Can't own, can't own Triumphs. Yeah. <laughs> um, a I have a fifty nine TR three. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> That's insane. That's fun. You guys have a, quite the eclectic collection. Yes, but we, you know. As far as overlanding, that's the next kind of vehicle that I want. And the question is budget, right? Do we yep. just outfit the Suburban? Because we have a roof rack. That's pretty much it. We took it on the little off-roading course at Dirtfish. Um, it needs a little fixing <laughs> <laughs> from that. You're the first person to ever say that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're still pulling the bark out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, you know, what do we do? There's like the Lexus. Land Cruiser. Yeah. Land Cruiser Land or Lexus, Cruiser. either way. Yeah, the GX470 yeah. is a really popular platform, but they are exactly. for a reason. It's approach, departure, and articulation. And mm-hmm. that's, but for overlanding, I've. You know people at Ford. Get a new Bronco. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do not say that. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. we were competing against the Bronco. and we. I heard that. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Fine, get a Kia. <laughs> you know what that can do? Yeah. Actually, that would be pretty cool. Actually. You have it a center, a, center locking differential. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. like I was literally considering like the Telluride or the, nice the Sorento yeah. Those are was awesome, actually. And they let me use a Sorento for a week. And it was literally life-changing. I was like, oh, my God, every day we get to drive this. It was awesome. Um yeah, Kia's not Kia of the 90s. They're no. nice. It was really nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were good in the 90s still. They're a little tin candy in the 90s. It worked. It worked. Yeah. yeah. So. so we'll see what I can do. All right. <laughs> I, I, this is, yeah. Going I, off-road a lot, I've, you don't need a lot around here. It depends what you want to do. Because I tell people, until you start crawling and or mudding, you can pretty much get anywhere you want to go. But, uh, I mean, you're... Your cross truck will go almost anywhere I go. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I mean, there's some, like I said, there's it, it, lockers and a, and a little bit more power, and it'd be unstoppable. It's the, the low range is really the nice. The low range is, yeah. That's one so. of the really nice things of a true four wheel drive. Yeah. So, so. 
Or a raptor. Well, Get a raptor. This has been one of our <laughs> longest, best episodes I think we've ever had. Um, what's coming on with Avant, speaking of that? Quite a bit, actually. So I'm going to say this because it's, it's already happened by the time you listen to this. It's Friday now. Well, it will be Friday when you hear this, but... <laughs> Thursday the 2nd, it's Friday the 3rd when you're hearing this, was the Avance Ladies Night. Yes, I'm thinking of going to that as well because I've should. never been to. That's a group two, I think. Isn't yeah, it? it's a yeah. group two. And uh, I was talking to somebody else about this. I'm not going to name names or throw under the bus. But uh, Avance Ladies Nights are not sit around and drink wine and eat cheese and not actually talk about cars. This is not your, This is women who race. This is women who are participating in motorsports. And if you are new to this, you will not be treated unfairly or like, oh, she doesn't belong here. This is not that group. This is one of the nicest group of women you will ever meet. They are very encouraging. I've been to the track to encourage my significant other to get out there, and they are awesome. And so if you want good company, you're either brand new or you're very a seasoned veteran and you want to meet people with like minds, these are the things to go to. Avance is not, this is, they didn't, you know, what, how do I say, powder puff this, which is weirdly, I was, it was another woman I was talking to about this, who assumed that's what it was. Like they were catering to the crowd because their husbands were into cars or their significant others were into cars and they weren't. This is not that. This is your excuse to get out there, meet cool people and say, I don't know what I'm doing and I want, maybe this sounds fun. What do you guys think? They will get you out there. They will encourage you. They will. You will find the like-minded people. It doesn't matter where you're at in this. This is a great group to come meet and just make new friends. They're all awesome. That is yeah, awesome. if I was allowed, I'd go. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because they're all awesome people. I agree. Yeah, 100%. All friends with, of ours. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, we hang yeah. out with probably more than half of them on a regular basis anyway. Yeah. So anyway, you, if the next one coming around, they do this pretty often. Follow Avance for that. It's totally worth it. You'll have a great time. On the 11th is a big day for Avance. And this is what I really want to get to. Taste of Motorsport. Holiday Toy Drive. Got Griot's Garage Cruise In and Toy Drive. 10 to 2. Avance Off-Road. That is from 10 to 3. Nick won't be there. I will be there that weekend cooking hot dogs all day. I will have plenty of Costco dogs to serve you. I'll cook them right off the grill. There's no cost. I just fun to feed people. Everybody likes a hot dog. I, I'm not allowed to say anything right now. and then after there's also a holiday toy drive and rally ferrari of denver this is colorado people so man this place has grown (laughs) there's so much going on that day are they doing a toy drive up here too yeah that's the well the avance griot's garage cruise in toy drive oh at griot's okay yeah at griot's 10 to 2 obviously don't forget our discount code rcs10 10 off griot's products um we are going to do a quick episode coming up of your last minute christmas gift shopping so I don't know yeah, if a things lo- you can get Dan and I for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Totally. Um, but uh, yeah, you should. we'll drop that probably as a bonus episode really quickly because we want to make sure you guys, for you last minute shoppers, I know not all of you are car people, but someone in your life probably is. We've got you covered. So yeah. And then there's a Portland launch party coming up the 18th. So uh, we got to welcome Sherry Harbor DeVos, the new manager down there, also very big into motorsports. Someone you should definitely know. She's got quite the resume and she's an awesome person. So Excellent. That is awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming in. We'd love to have you back. Your stories are amazing, and your motivation is, is amazing, too. I mean, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> feel like I can, I'm feeling like I can do so much more now. Um, I won't, but I feel like I could. <laughs> um, so at least I'm honest. So Get out there. Do it. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming in. We both do. Thanks, so. guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Before we close out, how do people get a hold of you? What's your website? It's verinamay.com. E-E-R-E-N-A. M-E-I.com. Did I say that too fast? No, we'll, and we will have it on. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have it on the links and things like that. Yeah. I just want to make sure people got that out before you went away. So. Yeah. And if you want to follow me on social, it's at Verena May. And on Twitch, it's Star Girl Racing. All one word. There you go. Good to know. Once I get a TV. <laughs> <laughs> you got a very nice TV. I did. Thanks to you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Again, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.